Welcome to Rethinking Leadership, where we're serving fresh ideas over coffee, because nothing happens before coffee. I'm Jackie Lesser. And I'm Dee Yarrison. Grab your favorite mug and let us fill you up. Good morning, Jackie. Good morning, Dee. Glad to be with you, my friend. Likewise, I am looking out at the most beautiful red tree because of mm. the, the season that we're in at the moment, and my cup runneth over. Amen. In more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> my hands are wrapped around my mug of hot coffee because I'm cold. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here and feeling warmed by the hot beverage and also by this conversation because I absolutely yeah. love this topic. It's one of my favorite things to talk about, but more importantly, it's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> yeah, today we're, we're talking about championing. And I remember first learning about it in coach training. It is, you know, it's a coaching skill, a coaching competency. And it's so life-giving to our relationships, whether they're at work or at home. And the Coach Training Institute definition of championing is when you champion your clients or your people in your life, you stand up for them when they doubt or question their abilities. And despite the their self-doubt, the coach or the person knows clearly who that other person is and that he or she is capable of so much more than they think they are. And that championing is often future-focused because when that person is in the dip of not knowing, you know, in the valley as they call it, then you as the coach or, you know, someone important in their life is on the next hill kind of waving the flag and saying, come on, come on, you can make it. Yes. I literally think about that visual a lot, like in conversation, in coaching, or just in conversations with my kids or, you know, anyone. I imagine that, you know, when I hear someone sensing, when I sense that they are doubting themselves or experiencing the dip, you know, down in the valley, I imagine myself just a little bit ahead, up up on the next hill, and I can turn around and see them there, and I know where they're heading, and I can help them to take the steps that they need to take to get there through the way that I relate with them, through perhaps the things I say, the things mm -hmm. I do in relationship with them, that I help them cross the chasm, you know, by by believing in themselves and then gaining the courage to take each step. Yes, yes. And I had this visual just now of a baby, you know, taking their first steps and how the parent or the loved one is not far, but you know, but far enough that it is a little bit of a risk. It is a stretch. And and the person who's calling them forth is like, come on, come on, you can do it. And the <laughs> baby perfect. has that face, that delight, like, oh, I'm going for it. I'm going to do this. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. I can't believe I never thought of that one before. That is exactly what it's like. Yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. neat. Yeah. <laughs> and then they toddle over, not real steady at first, uh -huh. right? I'm not really sure if this is going to work, yep. but you seem to think it will. So <laughs> Yes, and I believe you. And I know you're there with your hands, your arms stretched out to catch yeah. me. I'll tell you, you know, just fast forward into our adult lives. In my career, I have interviewed tons and tons and tons of people, both in the former career as, you know, in my staffing career and in my coaching career. 
And when I've done so in terms of like helping them navigate what's next, I'll often ask, so tell me about a highlight of your career or your personal life, something that was, you know, was a pivotal moment for you that had you move forward. And time and time again, I heard them say, it was probably literally probably 80, 85% of the people would tell me a story about a time when someone, a boss, a parent, a, you know, a mentor, a guide of some sort believed in them. Mm. You know, they believed in them more than they believed in themselves than this person believed in themselves. And as a result of someone that you admire or that you trust believing in you, you just go for it. Yeah. You know, you you do go for it, even though it's uncharted territory, even though you've never done it before, even though you don't know how. Mm-hmm. You know, you are That's championed right. into that next level. Right. It, that championing helps that person believing in you and speaking out that belief. I think that's the, you know, that's the uh, big difference or, you know, it's an important part of championing is that you speak it out. It does help that other person find the courage to take a step that they've never taken before. Or for a lot of us, it's hard to take a step where I'm not really sure where I'm going to get or how this is going to work. You know, we sometimes our brains like to have things figured out before we take the step, but I'm willing to step into the unknown because you're there, you know, you're in there and I have faith in the relationship. I have faith in you. And ultimately that ekes into like I have grown more and more faith in myself. So true. Oh my God, that is so true because I know that oftentimes when we don't know how to do something or, you know, we're, we're being asked to stretch out of our comfort zone, the part of us that doubts can literally silence the part of us that wants to take the risk, you know, and, and oftentimes I know for myself and many of the people that I've coached or consulted with that part that doubts is, is screaming. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are? You know, what yeah. about failure? And what about mm-hmm. embarrassment? And what about, you know, falling on your butt? You know, and so you will just sit down and and maybe not go for it. But when you're championed, you have another person seeing something in you that you also know on some level does exist. And they call that forth and your that part of you hears it and answers the call. Yeah, it's so beautiful when that happens, you know, the the connection that is created in that moment. Mm. You know, when I champion, I'm thinking of a particular client actually in my mind, and she, you know, through my championing, she is seeing part of herself that she knew was in there, but she wasn't giving that part, you know, a lot of attention because of, well, but I can't, or, but I have to keep doing it like this, or, you know, what about this person? What would they think? And she has been willing to look, to explore that part of herself, to find that part within her, you know, which is um, trust in her own, like just awareness of what my skills really are here. And yeah, I really, you know, seeing myself as competent in these ways, seeing myself as valuable to others, that's a big one. Um, she was willing to consider those ideas and to play with that, you know, what value am I bringing? And, you know, what is, how valuable is this skill to someone else? So it's helped her to see, to just really literally change her self perspective change her beliefs of who she, about who she is and what's possible for her in a relatively short amount of time. That's the beauty of championing. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a good friend who calls this encouragement, which it is, you know, and she, she, her work is really called the encouragement project. And she goes out and looks for stories of times when somebody 
was able to step into the greatness that they have been created for because of the encouragement or support of someone else, someone behind the scenes. And like you said, Jackie, in your research and in your interviewing with people, that happens nearly all the time. So it's not hard for her to find these stories. But here's there's a story that she has told me that is just so powerful that I want to share. This is actually a friend of hers who a woman who was becoming a pretty good photographer. She was taking classes and had purchased a really good camera and was getting pretty good at photography. And this woman's husband was watching and paying attention, was very interested in photography, but would say things like, I can never take pictures like you do. My gosh, you're getting so good at this. I wish I could do that. So you know what she did? Her way of championing him, I don't know if she said anything to him as well, but what she did was she gave him a camera for his birthday, Mm. bought him a really good camera, wrapped it up and gave it to him. What an encouragement. Like, Mm. whoa, my own camera? You really think I can do this too? And so he started dabbling and turns out, this is one of those stories where it turns out this guy was actually very gifted. What an amazing eye. What a, a natural gift he has at capturing emotion and tone and has become a very famous people photographer. And one of the projects that he, well, so before this, he actually left his job and began pursuing a career full-time in photography. And so among the many professional contracts that he received was one with a particular project that I believe is called the Red Hat Society. I'm not sure if I have the name right, but what this project did was it works with women who are on hospice, who are dying of cancer. And the Red Hat Society comes in and volunteers and they make them up with wigs and makeup and make, you know, these women that have just been bedridden gives them a moment of feeling new in many ways. And this man was hired to be the photographer to capture these women's faces at the moment that this makeover was revealed to them when they put the mirror in front of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he captures this moment. A lot of times, you know, their families are with them and around them. So he's capturing moments of pure joy and delight and surprise, you know, in the midst, imagine, you know, in the midst Mm -hmm. of suffering and sadness and grieving and loss that he what a gift this Red Hat Society is giving, but also this man through sharing his gift of photography, that he's giving these families such a gift to help them in their grieving process. And the story is just so beautiful on many levels, but I think the thing that stands out for me in our conversation here about championing is his wife's championing of him by saying, I know you can do this. I see this in you. Here's your very own camera. Go, go and do, right? By him discovering his gift, he is giving a gift to countless others. Oh my God. That's such a great example. Which, uh, it and is. A, and such a beautiful story. Such a beautiful mm. story. You know, and like you yeah. said, championing has the power to connect. Because as you're talking about that, you know, not, not only was she probably feeling that, right? And then he's receiving it. Now we're telling the story and we're all getting it. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. You know, and the thing um, that I want to pull from that, even, you know, outside of the sto- the beauty of the story itself, I want to pull this idea that there is a giftedness within every single human being many gifted, you know, many giftedness is, it's not even a word, but right. We all have so many gifts. Some we're aware of, some we're not. And by us, when I sense something in you that you're not yet sensing in yourself, it's really a gift 
that I'm giving when I find the courage within me to speak that out, to let you know yes. how I'm feeling you, how I'm experiencing you, what I see in you. And it could be the spark that ignites that flame that puts me on a whole other trajectory in my life of really becoming that person that I was probably put on this earth to yes. be. Yes. Oh my gosh. What a powerful way to be with someone. And, you know, talk about influence. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes you'll understand, you'll, you'll get to know the influence that you have if you're married to the person and you see their trajectory. And oftentimes you champion a perfect wow. stranger or That's a right. client or a student and you may not see that's you know, right. However, right, yeah. right. But the but the seed that is planted there and the tree mm -hmm. that sprouts from that seed, it's just kind of incredible. Yes. But I think to your point, when you are vulnerable, when you're willing to be vulnerable and and you feel touched and you you want to share with this other person what you see is true for them, and then they open to it, there's that heart connection, that that feeling of oh my God, this is what it's like to be completely connected because mm -hmm. you're seeing them as the truth of who they are and they're letting you see them, you know? Right. And it's just in that moment that you feel, you know, the truth of that oneness and the, that true, mm -hmm. true connection. It's just, I know for me, it's like one of my favorite things to do because of the feeling that I get from doing it too. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And you have shared with me before just a really powerful moment, if you don't mind sharing it here, when you were considering your jump mm. and how a person was there for you in, in that very way, just he was willing to mm. be, just lay it all out there and be there 100% for you without wondering and yes. thinking about himself really. Yeah. Right, right. You know, it was when I was thinking and for a long time thinking about leaving my you know, very fruitful career in staffing. And I'd been thinking about it for for a while. I had really, really, really wanted to go. But my, you know, as I had mentioned in other episodes, my identity was so tied up in my title and how much money I made and the kind of influence that I had and, you know, knowing that I was good at this and what if I wasn't good at the next thing. And I remember feeling so miserable about my, you know, about feeling so tethered to that. And we were sitting in what's now my office and Dave was on the left side of, we have this little love seat in here and sitting on the left side and I'm standing up and I'm just pacing back and forth talking about how much I can't stand, you know, how I'm feeling. And he puts his arms, he extended his arms out, like almost into the middle of the room. And he said, jump. He said, I know that you have everything that you need to fly. And he said, and if you ever feel like you're falling, I will be here <laughs> and I will catch you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I, I love that. I just love that because I love you. And I'm so glad he encouraged you to, to take that jump um, and that created the safety that you must have been able to experience in order to then go ahead and do so. Mm -hmm. And 
I just want to say here that I really feel like that is the invitation to every one of us that we can be on the lookout, on the watch, yes. those in our lives, whether it's an employee, a team member, a, a child, a parent, a friend, to just be on the lookout each day for that person who needs to know that I'm here with my arms wide open, mm. that that they have my support, my encouragement, my belief in them, and and the safety of of this space with me to fall into. You know, that you can take that leap knowing that this one other person is here on your side. You know, it's really difficult to take a leap when we feel like we're all alone. But if we even have one other person who we can see and picture them, and you have that beautiful visual of Dave, you can even remember right. where he was sitting in the room, you know, that visual of someone there with their arms wide open saying, come on, I got you. Yeah, You yes. got you. Yes. You've got everything you need yes. to take this jump. Boy, how powerful. And I just feel like, boy, if, if every one of us was accepted that invitation and watched to where for where we are called to be that safety net for that person and that champion for that person so we were enabling others in our lives to take the step that they so need to take to be the truth of who they are the world would be a different place right yes and by the way you know championing is that voice that comes into you from what looks like the outside that says i see you i believe in mm -hmm. you I'm here with you when you're ready to take that risk. I encourage you to take that risk. And the fact of the matter is you can champion someone in a moment and actually never, ever see them again. Do you know, mm -hmm. it's like there are some people in your lives that, that'll be champions forever, but there's sometimes there's just that word, there's just that few words of encouragement that are, that incredibly champion who you are. And right. that takes you in a completely different place. Yeah. And so I love so your cool invitation. So when that happens yeah. with a yeah. perfect stranger mm -hmm. sometimes, right? When mm -hmm. we're watching and open and, and when we, we go into the world believing that we are a champion, that I am someone who champions others, then I find ways to fulfill that role, right? right. Yeah. Right. And so I, I love the invitation that we all be on the lookout for where we can use this incredible... Um, gift of championing because in the giving is receiving. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited too because on the um, on our worksheet, we will be providing tips for championing, right? Yes, we will. We will. And um, they're very uh, profound yet simple. Mm -hmm. The first one being, the first tip being pr be present. <laughs> be very present in your life, in my life, just my deepest desire, just to be fully present, meaning not in my head, not living my life in my head, but living my life out here in the wide open with anyone who enters my space. Mm -hmm. So being being available, being mm -hmm. fully present. The second tip we're calling true vision. And, you know, that's uh, seeing, seeing others with the belief that this person that I'm looking at right now is a gift and has a gift, has many gifts, and I'm going to look for them. I'm going to see, maybe see past their self-doubt, see past the behaviors or the actions that are presenting themselves to, to look for the truth that's deep in there. That way I can then go march up that hill mm. and wave that flag and help them see it as well. So that true vision. Mm -hmm. And you want to say what the last one is? The last one we talked about was speaking from your heart. Like that true feeling, that inner knowing and and speaking that to the other person, like, you got this. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Hmm. And it doesn't have to be gushy. No, like you, it doesn't, yeah. right? It's, it's like, you it's got this. It's like, it's yeah. the, just the truth. And, and when right. it's true, it rings true in their heart as well. Yes. Very authentic. Yep. And coming, as you said, Jackie, speaking from your heart, coming from a place of love rather than from, you know, the thinking mind right. necessarily, but yeah, from yeah. that heart. Place. It'd be so much fun to hear from people who are listening what their experience is with the with the skill, the competency, the the, the capability that everyone has to champion someone else. Mm-hmm. It'd be really fun to see how people are using this and and how they're experiencing it once they do. So we would love yes. to hear from you. Please, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast Rethinking Leadership, that please do so on Apple Podcasts. And rate and comment and share with us your your wins on that and then thank we'll, you yeah, for we'll be being back here again Jackie. next time yeah likewise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna go fill up my cup again awesome okay <laughs> till next <I'm> time not. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay. see you next bye. time bye we're so glad that you were here with us today listening to rethinking leadership serving fresh ideas over coffee You can connect with Jackie Lesser on JackieLesser.com and you can connect with me, Dee Yarrison, at EssentialShiftNow.com and we'll see you next time.